right, welcome guys. This is the MFG cast. It's weird now that we're actually live on something where people can see my face. I it, I don't know how to start this damn thing. So just say hey guys. Thanks for uh, stopping by and thanks for uh, watching and eventually listening. Or you're listening now too. So now I feel like a damn idiot. So but uh, we're doing a regular episode, but this time we're doing it live. So it's gonna be. We're doing it uh, live. Yeah, exactly. So you're either watching it now or you'll be watching it later on YouTube, which would be great. We're both. Uh, yeah, exactly. I've got some guests on this month. Where This is considered a regular podcast for us, but um, it's going to be different because we're minus Mike because he's sick, and we're plus four more people. Um, we got some great guests on tonight um, with us uh, tonight, and we've had them on quite a few times on crossover um, episodes. It's uh, Dan and Kim from the GNU Podcast. Thanks for coming on, guys. How's it going, man? Greetings, everyone. And I also have uh, John and Vince for from Legends of Tabletop. Hey, how's it going? Right. How are you, peoples? All right. All right, thanks for coming on, guys. This episode, we're going to be doing a little something different, a little something fun. I thought I would talk about, and I didn't know I didn't know exactly what to call it, so I'm, t- I'm basically calling it time or no time, basically. So what we're going to talk about is whether we have the time or not have the time to do gaming in our little groups and the things that we want to do with, you know, RPGs, board games, video games, and stuff like that. I invited people that you see and hear here is because they have... See, this is what I don't like about live, because then I can't edit out any shit that I fuck up. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Luckily, luckily, I can't see the crowd, so they're not, you know, booing at me or staring are, at me. But... They, are, they are staring at you, though. <laughs> yeah, that, that is true. So normally, you would always have Mike as your scapegoat for this. Yes. But we're going under the assumption that you murdered him recently because he hasn't been up <laughs> yes. with things we've done. Buried under that basement you're sitting in. That's right. That's right. That's right. He's de- he's not ill. I hit him with a shovel. That's what happened. Well, you got to work quick before the ground freezes. Did, did he put his balls on your drum set? <laughs> yeah, yes. I don't think that's not where the balls went, sir. <laughs> Do I have a little left? Sorry. Whoa. Whoa um, anyway. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> So everybody's got a unique situation, so that's why I invited him on, and we talk about that. So before we get into the regular podcast, I uh, wanted John from Legends of Tabletop to kind of announce, because I hadn't really announced it, um, we, as the MFG cast, have joined a nice big network, um, including the Legends of Tabletop, called the Legends of Tabletop Network. So not not an original name, but, you know, we'll go with it. Hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) But hey... I just okay. just being just being in a network called being called a legend. I know I don't hey. belong, but I I think it Legendary. suits me just fine. Right. <laughs> right. So belong. go ahead, John, and tell us tell us what what we're looking for, what we're in store for with being on the Legends of Tabletop Network. Well, yeah, there you go. <laughs> uh, well, I, you know, we we hope part of the part of what we wanted to do. So we just started our podcast and website here. I guess probably back in June. And, um, you know, we just are approaching everything with no restrictions and no hesitation. So after we got started for a little bit and, uh, you know, we, you had asked, had put an open call for, uh, you know, people to come in for like a random bullshit session. And I said to Vince, yeah, yeah, I want to go on because I can say the name of the podcast. It'll get us some exposure. And, uh, you know, when you started the Extra Life thing, you know, we had you come on and talk about that. And, uh, you know, that stuff's kind of started to percolate as we started to talk to a couple of different people. And, 
you know, I just threw it out there at events and said, hey, you know, we should we should totally do a podcast network because why not? Like we already know a couple of people. And, uh, I'm also on the Dragon Fisters podcast, actual play podcast. Uh, so we put some feelers out. We, you know, sat down with uh, Kalen from uh, Nerd Sauce and, you know, kind of hashed out some details and it sort of spiraled out of control from there. Uh, it's now the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network. Uh, we've got six podcasts. We've got our podcast, Legends of Tabletop. Also, MFG Cast. We have the Dragon Fisters, Ice Heroes, Nerd Sauce, uh, a little podcast called Gamers Table. Uh, we also have Microphones of Madness, Monday Night Heroes, and Friday Fungi. And we also have uh, a Twitch channel. It's uh, Gamers Table Brandy and her Twitch Twitch channel. And we also have Rock the Golem, which sort of is a Twitch channel, but it's Dave from the from the Dragon Fisters with his YouTube actual play uh, live feed. So the Twitch equivalent, I suppose. The network itself, uh, you know, as we're moving forward here, we're maybe hope to bring some more people in. Uh, you know, we're just trying to create a, a good community. We've got a really good group of people. We've got some, uh, you know, some really great people that I that I uh, am happy to call friends. Um, you know, we're all kind of moving forward in a positive direction. We're trying to, you know, expand the community, kind of help everybody out, you know, try to move the football down the field a little bit and, you know, kind of just, you know, move everybody in a, in a good and positive direction. So we're, you know, we're expecting some big things. we got some big plans. Uh, and we have a convention that we're planning for June for next year already. So we're just uh, ever onwards and upwards. And we're, and we're glad to have you be a part of that, Kurt. Nice, nice. Well, from what I hear from, you know, when you were talking, it's it sounds like when you were on the Random Bullshit podcast and I was you were able to put that your the name of your podcast on and then all the spiraling. It it almost sounds like we put you on the map to where this big <laughs> network is where it needs to be. So we're so we're giving back a little bit. So we so we have you we've we've subsumed you into the network. <laughs> It's perfect. Yeah. It's perfect. And uh, what what John is saying, what's what John is saying is right. I mean, there's a there's a lot of great people in there. We've had lots of great conversations, mostly a lot of dick jokes. But you know, it's been been uh, it's fun. It's not official unless there are dick and poopy jokes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So if you've listened to, to to either podcast, and even if you've listened to the GNU, we all we all know we're all good with those kind of jokes. So anyway, so that being said, it's it's great being a part of it, and uh, let's let's continue on with the show, and let's get let's go to now playing. Now playing. I will have since uh, Dan and Kim have been so nice to wait their turn and just kind of be nice and quiet. Um, I'm gonna have you guys talk about what what you're now playing. Fallout Four. There's Fallout only 4. Fallout Four now. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um. When we saw like a lot of the reviews online that were nothing but like total negative towards the whole game. Number one word used: vomit trash. <laughs> wow. <laughs> so we were like, all right, you know, like you know, I was always been a fan of the Fallout series, so I check it out. Um, it is a little more video gamey than the last sets. Like you know, um, they added like you can construct your own towns, you can modify your own weapons, you know, because it's now mandated every next gen game must have a crafting system. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, so far I'm digging it. I mean, uh, you know, Kim's got like 40 hours in this thing. I'm at like 20. Wow. Yeah. It's definitely, um, it's like very, very addictive, just as all the Fallouts before were. Playing a ton of that. We also checked out Alchemy recently. Yeah. Alchemy is a cool little card game. Basically, it's, I would definitely say it's like in that lighter weight spectrum. 
Because mm-hmm. all you're doing is you're transmitting elements like you. It's basically like uh, like cyanide will be like fire and air. It just deals with like you know fire, air, water, earth. Mm-hmm. Transmuting these compounds down, you're getting these gems, putting those in vials, and then you're creating potions. And the kind of twist on the game is the potion vials are also the victory points, but oh. you can drink them for effects. Oh. So, you know, if it might be worth taking the loss of a victory point to, you know, get a bonus action or, like, you know, blow something up or whatever. So, like, uh, you know, we're still in the early games of that. Like, we only got, like, two of the basic games under our belt. The basic game takes, like, ten minutes. Nice. So the advanced game, like, introduces, like, tools. There's, like fixed alchemists, like, that have, like, you know, all um, asynchronous powers and stuff. Mm-hmm. So we'll see how those pay out. Cool. And then the one that I've played recently uh, was Arcadia Quest. I finally uh-huh. got into that. Nice. When, and I, even though I heard some podcasts say it's like D&D, it's not. It's really <laughs> not. Far from. Because when I, when I, the first time I played it, um... Whenever I went for kills, people stole my kills, and I just got no goals. And even though, like, some people, like, like, damn, when he that happened to him, he was like, I'm never playing this game again. I hate it. I just liked it because it just had those cute chibi characters, and I wanted to paint them. And I just liked that, you know, just a hack and slash, basically. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a very take-that style game. So anyone that tells you, like, oh, you know, we all work together, they're lying to you. Don't trust them. That's not what they're going to be doing at all. Like, if a, you pay, it's like playing Call of Duty. It's like, oh, yeah, I'll be your friend. Not. Yeah. 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 In the free-for-all move. Yeah, exactly. So with Alchemy, is, is, that, is that a newer game, or is that how old is that game? I, think, I know it came out, like, I think about a year ago. Okay. Because they have the new Arcadia Quest on Kickstarter right now, the Inferno. Okay. And um, so nice. And what about Alchemy? Is that is that new too? I know it came out this year. It okay. came off a Kickstarter. You can kind of tell it was a Kickstarter game by the rulebook. <coughs> we put mm-hmm. out a revised rulebook since then. But the only actual outlet I ever heard of this game was from uh, Dice Tower. And in a nutshell, Tom Vassell just like shit all over the game. <laughs> but we like you know any Alchemy style. Like engine, I always get a kick out of those games. Nice, you know. So we were like, all right, like you know, we gotta take a look at this. Give it a, you know, give it a second opinion out there or something. Yeah. I think the base game, like, cause they have, uh, you can do like, you know, just a simple base game uh, that doesn't include some of the equipment and the uh, alchemists. But the base game, I think it's really good for kids. Like, I think that would be a good kid game, like just the base game by itself. Yeah. I like hearing that because I always always find some new stuff for Logan. So the beads that they give you for the elements, by the way, you ever go to the craft stores and those like those giant glass beads? You put in vases. Oh yeah, for like uh, Mancala or whatever. Yeah, the kind that if you put in a sock, you can probably take somebody out. And back out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that's what they use for the element gems. So mm. the box, like you know, when you pick it up, it's like you know a small size box. But you're like, what the hell is in here? <laughs> And it sounds like a bag of rocks, and because it, it borderline is. <laughs> nice. So, nice. yeah, I mean, uh, instead of the little acrylic crystals, they decided to go hardcore with those giant glass gems. Yeah, that's awesome. It makes me think of, because I, it, when you said alchemy, I'm trying to think, there's another game with alchemy in the title, and it, it's funny because when I go to my local Target, they always seem to screw something up with the game because they're trying to do more with 
you know, getting their big box games and stuff like that, you know, and trying to get some niche games in there too, which is which is kind of cool. But they had um, a sign for Alchemist, and I'm like, sweet Alchemist. I'm like, I've always wanted to play this game. It'd be cool to get it. I looked at it. I'm like, this is not Alchemist, you know. I'm like, this is a whole another game, you know. And I'm like, what did the cover look like? Well, I I can't remember. I you know I because Alchemist has like a like a like a like an elf or like a wizard on the front of it or something like that, doesn't it? Yeah, and then the the apprentice is jumping through the window because he's concocting mm-hmm. for him to drink. Yeah, that's right. So I think this one just had like vials on it or something like that. You know, that's I was like that is totally not it, and it, I think it was a smaller box, and then, you know, Alchemist is, you know, kind of pricey, so I was like, there's no way. <laughs> I feel bad for the people that are buying this game, you know? Mm-hmm. And then there was another one where I think it was like, oh, here, here's Carcassonne, and it was like, it was like a Rapids board game that was like, <laughs> and I'm like, how do you not mm-hmm. see that these are not even the same thing? <laughs> it's like, totally different lettering and everything, picture and everything, so... Just yeah, makes I'm going to make like Carca Sazon. <laughs> a box with two jars of spices in it, but yeah. the box is going to look exactly like the board game, and I'm going to charge $34.99. Yeah, exactly. Before anyone catches on. Yeah, 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 exactly. So, yeah, so I thought that was kind of silly, but anyway, I digress. All right, John, what have you been playing lately? Well, with the craziest so, things that have been here, uh, besides that, Yes. Um, the only thing I've been playing on any kind of a regular bite basis is Pinochle, believe it or not. <laughs> because I'm old. That's what you call it, huh? <laughs> um, other than that, stuff that we've been getting for review, um, I'll, I'll show a little bit. Uh, we've been playing, uh, I brought my brother into playing Posse, uh, Wild West Justice by SP Hansen Games. That's a lot of fun. Uh, quick card game, you know, plays in 15 minutes, half hour. Um, he sent us also uh, Mahola to review, which Scott, I am so sorry if you hear this. I, I, it's on it's on my desk. It's been sitting here forever. You did um, not start at all. Uh, well, so we're playing that. Um, I kickstarted uh, Stack by Simple Design Publishing. Uh, so that came in not too long ago. So I've got my brother playing that with me. Uh, a little odds and ends, you know, whatever comes in. Um, we'll give a shout out to Last Minute Games. Uh, they sent us a copy of Megalomania, which is currently on Kickstarter. So we're trying to work our way through that, although I don't think we're going to be able to get anything to them before their uh, Kickstarter finishes up. Uh, other than that, uh, Thursday night's doing um, either Star Frontiers or uh, Pathfinder with uh, the Dragon Twisters. Nice, nice. Lots more RPGs than, than board games. <laughs> which is yeah. fine and that you know we're you know we're not just talking about board games here so you know whatever you're playing we'd like to hear about so all right Vince what about you let's see I think I mentioned briefly before we went live I play um, exploding kittens with my nephews which is fun that's nice. always that's always good I'm in the star frontiers with John on Thursdays that's run by Oscar Rios shout out to him and golden goblin press uh, what else um, occasionally I will hop online and play Diablo 3. That's very minimal, but for the most part, I've been concentrating on my writing. So my own personal gaming experience is very, very limited lately. Yeah, so, alas, yes, yeah, and that's okay. We're all busy. <laughs> I mean. actually wound up canceling my home campaign just because of the way things are shaking out right now. Oh really? And that, then you, then you suck. So 
so much. I mean, everybody said they wanted to play. They could have been. No, they did. They, 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 I know Dan misses it. He weeps in his office when he thinks I'm not <laughs> That's funny. Um, now I'm trying to think of what we've been playing. Um, so at Extra Life, we played uh, Pandemic, and it's funny because um, it's funny how one game will resonate with one person, and they'll want to play it a half a billion times. So let me talk about my wife. So, uh, so, she, so she played this at Extra Life, and she's this like, is live. "Yeah, oh, yeah, oh, it's fun. well, she ain't watching it. <laughs> um, <laughs> she, she's got better things to do. Let me tell you." Um, the one time that did you think? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'll be on live, baby. Come on. No, I don't care. <laughs> um, so we played this at Extra Life, and she's like, "I'm hooked." She's like, "I gotta get this," you know. And uh, of course, you know, money kind of gets in the way of those kind of things. But uh, fortunately for her, um, she was nice enough to help out one of her work friends as she's been taking her work and stuff like that because her uh, car's in the shop. So. Um, as a gift, a friend actually gave her a $25 gift card to Amazon. Oh, so, cool. Yeah, so she's nice. like, um, what, am, what are we getting? I'm like, what do you mean? It's your gift card. You can do whatever you want, you know? And so she's like, yeah, exactly. And she's like, she's like, should I get Pandemic? I'm like, um, yeah, of course. Why, why wouldn't you? <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, so we've been playing that, and it's it's funny. We've I think on this podcast we've actually talked about uh, ways we play games wrong, and um, we've been playing Pandemic wrong I think the whole time because we've been playing it where there's the part if you've ever played Pandemic you're just trying to get rid of diseases. Okay, so we thought the end of the game is where you um, eradicate every disease. Well, that's wrong. All you have to do is just cure the four diseases. You don't have to eradicate them. The eradication part is just a part that you can do so then, you know, they don't keep coming and coming and coming. So, you know, I didn't I realized the other I finally realized that when we played at Extra Life, we had just barely lost, where in actuality we just barely won and didn't even know it. So <laughs> Is that why yeah. your record in pandemic is zero and thirty six? <laughs> yes. <laughs> and that's why and on the whole time I'm like, this game is fucking impossible. <laughs> Wait. No, it's not. It's really possible. You're just a fucking idiot. Yeah. So. You're playing at an expert level. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And the thing is, we're not, you know. So, <laughs> no, I, I don't. I don't even want to know what the expert level is, you know. So, we've been playing that all wrong. Of course, we've been playing Exploding Kittens, which we'll do a review on later. So I won't talk about that. I got as an early Christmas present. I got Forever. Uh, we got, I should say, Forever Evil. Um, the expansion to the DC deck building game, and nice. I will have to say for the first couple tries, I've never. I usually don't say this when I play games, but I really fucking hated it. <laughs> and, and I'll tell. I'll tell you why. Because you played it wrong. No. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> probably. Probably. You're trying to eradicate every single civilian and every. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. I heard you have to get a hundred victory points for this. <laughs> no, for some reason, I could for the first two or three games, I could not get anything going. So it was just it was a point where I was like, I felt like I wasn't playing at all. Mm-hmm. So it, you know, you can tell when a game I'm not having fun at a game because usually when I lose, I don't care because I'm just like, you know what? I just like playing games. Playing games is fun. You know, who cares if we win or lose? You know, but. Mm-hmm. 
the first two times I played it, I would just start counting my cards and it'd be like, motherfucker, 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 you know? And then... <laughs> yep, and that's what was sounding in my head, you know? And it, you know it, yeah, I usually don't get frustrated, but I was just, just so frustrated with it, you know? No, and so... What's that? Like, was it just? Were you the only one that couldn't get an engine going, or was it just like the cards don't click together? Well, what it was is for the first two games, it was just me, and you know, I played the first game with my wife, and then I played the second game with Mike, and they both did just fine. And then I played a third game, I think, with my wife, and she got the same thing. She got. I think it just has to do with. You know your superhero and how are your supervillain in this case and how you use them, and it's just for some reason it just was not lining up. So it was just you know just you know Tracy was like she got to the point where she's just like I just I could not get anything going you know and I'm like see see that's how I felt why were you picking on me? <sighs> I'm not so, the anti minus Yeah yeah exactly. So so that was very frustrating. So then. Talk about frustrating for card games. I also, um, at Extra Life, I got the little mini pack of the Legion pack for the DC deck building game. And the first time me and Mike played that, we were kind of like, what the hell is this? You know, <laughs> you know the, they have uh, uh, something on there called time travel. And for the people that haven't played it, is is when you're looking to um, do something with the time travel, you can either play it, if you have it in your hand, you can play it for free. Which and it, it's got different abilities, which I'll explain in a second. Or what you can do is you can, um, well, every time you do time, time travel, if you don't have it in your hand, you can actually play what's in the lineup, and it has a lineup of five cards, or the um, villains that you're playing also have time travel. So what you do is you discard one card, and you can do that ability if it's face up. So at first we're kind of like, oh, I don't know, you know if this is really working out, you know. We were, you know, the sets we played it with were the Teen Titans expansion mixed with the Heroes United expansion. And for some reason, it just, at, at first, when we were pl- first starting out this game, it just was not syncing up at all. You know, so we're like, okay, where the where the hell does this come into play, you know? And, and it, it's just, after a while, it got kind of frustrating. But then towards the end, it started to kind of pay off because then we got to one of the bigger villains that was harder to beat. Well, the t- one of his time travel things was you had to basically destroy one of somebody else's cards if they didn't defend it. So that was that was a really you know really good thing where I was just like, okay, I'm just gonna discard one card just to you know get rid of one of your good cards and stuff like that. So as it slowly got towards the end of it, then it started to pay off and we started to figure it out. But for the longest time, it was very frustrating. So it's funny, especially with the guy that. You know, loves this game so much that it was, it was just like, okay, why am I so, why am I getting so mad at you know this one game? It's, maybe it's just because I love it so much that you know I want to have fun with it. And when I don't have fun with it, then I turn into a petulant child. But who knows? So every game of Monopoly ever. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and that's why we don't play Monopoly. <laughs> game. Yeah, no kidding, right? So. Mm. All right, all right. So I I feel like I've talked enough about uh, games for now. So we'll get into the topic of time for gaming or not. Do you like dungeons? Do you like dragons? Do you like dick jokes? 
been listening to the Dragon Fisters actual play podcast every week at thedragonfisters.blogspot.com. Don't worry, we'll, we'll be gentle. We'll wait for John to come back. No, come on, back, I'm John. Here. No, I'm come here. here. I can't. If I can't see you, then you're not there. Come on now. No, I didn't. I didn't type That's a B or B. You're dead to me. You're dead to me, John. Damn it. <laughs> well, I don't want to lose the whole call, so I'm plugging in my laptop. Oh yeah, definitely. Don't do that. Plug in that piece of shit. Yeah, exactly. The podcast rides on. You're recording everything, so I can put it on the podcast. So if you lose it, oh, then. Oh fuck! Was I recording? <laughs> Or <laughs> All right. I'm kidding. Okay. I know you are. I know you're. I'm so tired. I couldn't think of a good comeback. So. <laughs> so I can't do. I can't do it every goddamn day. All right. So so I I thought I'd give her everybody to talk about this because um, now as we're getting closer to the holidays, um, I feel like there is less time for people to do stuff. Maybe as far as like family stuff goes, there's a little more time because you have those, you have Thanksgiving and Christmas where you will see your family for a little bit and, you know, not all of it is spent gobbling down on turkey or, you know, potatoes or whatever, you know, (laughs) other things. There is other times to, you know, play stuff, but then there's the times where you get to this time, um, I work in retail and it's just fucking hectic and, it's you know hard to want to do you want to do something fun but the, but by the time you get home you don't want to do anything fun you just want to sleep because you're old like me so so I thought I would speak to uh, Dan and Kim first it seems like since you guys don't have you guys are living together you are um, you know what I've never asked are you guys are you guys married or because I've never asked that question. She's just a refugee, actually. I just took her home to give her a home. And, uh, nice. <laughs> I needed my green card. <laughs> uh, we actually, we've been married for almost a year. This February will be our first year anniversary. Nice. Mouth and cough. Hey, I can't know everything, okay, John? <laughs> okay, so you guys have been married for a year. You are, are kidless at, at the present, but maybe in the future. I'm not going to speak to that. I'll let you guys talk about it. But <laughs> it, it seems like you guys have a lot of time for video games, and then you guys try to, you know, do do stuff for the podcast and stuff like that. But, you know, is it is it something that's super easy for you guys right now? Is it is it hard? Is there certain times of the year? Is, does your jobs get in the way of that? You know, tell me, tell me what you guys think about uh, if there's time or no time in your lives for that kind of stuff. You want to kick off? Or? Yeah, I was actually going to say, surprisingly, uh, it's not that easy to get video games in. At mm-hmm. least for him, for me, it's a little bit easy because mm-hmm. uh, I, I don't work right now. Okay. But, um, so with his job, he doesn't usually get home until like 6, 7 o'clock. And if it's like a bad day, he'll just like have dinner and then he'll want to play something, but then he just kind of falls asleep. <laughs> so... On his days off is when usually we'll just go buck wild with video games or board games. So but awesome. as before, Fallout 4 has been taking up a lot of our time. <laughs> Most of my Fallout time is coming at the expense of sleep. So, <laughs> but it's, um, yeah, I mean, because, like, I work with the off. post office, so it's like, um, you know, there's some days where it's like, you know, like, oh, I decided to order a Buick piece by piece. Can you lug this up these seven flights of stairs for me? You know, <laughs> Yeah, so after moving, like, you know, 800 pounds of cargo to one place, it's like, I'm ready for a nap. 
Yeah, I mean, we try to like we try to schedule it. You know, if we're like, okay, Tuesday we're gonna play this game, we do everything we can to make sure that happens. Like, have the game set up. You know, like try to go over the rules beforehand, stuff like that. Because um, I mean, we've been playing like a lot of those faster games lately. Mm-hmm. But I do love like one of those heavy. You know, you feel yourself getting an aneurysm thinking about your move euros, and like. You know, unfortunately, like you kind of need to plan those out. Like we don't, we can't ever just do the hey, you want, like like Lagrange. Let's play Trajan, yeah. Yeah, yeah, like oh Trajan, why not? Yeah, let's let's just do that. <laughs> you know, but yeah, I mean, we we try to make it a priority because it, it's fun. You know, it's like you know, it's time away from computer games, TV. You know, it's like it's just us, the board, cards, or whatever. And you know, I like it. It's it's a nice little solace after a long day at, uh, of labor. But I do know. <laughs> that because of all the stuff that's coming out and all the stuff that's already out, and since we basically just keep buying stuff that just keeps coming out, like the Fallout 4, we got the new Assassin's Creed game, because I'm a girl, I have to get the cute little uh, DS games like Animal Crossing. Um, (laughs) So, like, when sometimes when we have a schedule, though, right, it's like, okay, Tuesday, Tuesday, let's play Alchemist. And then when we're on dinner... Uh, we'll be watching Doctor Who, and they'll be like, okay, one more episode, okay, one more episode, and that's just it for the night. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, you know, we'll just like, hey, let's play Alchemist, and then something like, oh, I just learned how to play this game, let's play this game instead. And so uh, other stuff gets in the way of our schedule, too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or the rare and dreaded, all right, you ready to play Alchemist? And one of the, like, the other person is sleeping. Just like, <laughs> 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 That's funny. So, so do you guys have a do you guys have a weekly game night every every week that yeah. you have planned? Okay, and what day is that usually? We make sure, we try to do Thursday night as often as possible with a few friends. Okay. And then same thing with Saturday nights. Okay. So we figure this way it's two different days in the week where, you know, if somebody, like, works weekends or if somebody, you know, this day doesn't work out too well for them, they got two options. Nice. And then we try to do a once a month at our local gaming store when we can. Very cool. Very cool. Yep. And I'm trying to. It's it's funny because you know talking about that whole thing. You know, I think the reason why it kind of why I kind of brought this topic up is because of you know doing the extra life thing and now having you know this local game store as another avenue to go to and stuff like that. And it's like God, I just really want to do something here, you know. And then at the same time, it's like okay, wait a minute. I've got I've got three podcasts or episodes that I'm recording this week, and then I've got. You know, I've got Thanksgiving to go to here, and then I've got an interview here, and then I've got a work thing here, and it's like, holy shit. <laughs> Just leave me alone. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, and, it, and and at times, you know, you feel I feel kind of bad, you know, it's especially like days like tonight. Like, I, you know, right now it's going great, but like before I even came on, I was like, I'm so tired. I've been, you know, I yawn for like, I swear to God, like 10 minutes straight, you know, without stopping, and I'm like, Oh shit! Now, how am I ever gonna do this? You know, and you know, you don't want to. You don't want to take time out of your life for stuff like this without being at your best. You know, so it's kind of weird to do that kind of stuff. And but at the same time, you want to plan. You know, the the things that you love, like you know, like podcasting and games and stuff like that. Because otherwise, if you just continue to just work, 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 or you know, make life as you know as streamlined as possible and as boring as it is, then it it you know it could drive you crazy. So, 
I have a question. Um, do you yes. ever make plans with your wife to play board games, or it just happens? It, um, it's funny because at first, when when me and the guys first started this podcast, um, it was something where my wife loved to play games, but not as much as we did. And um, slowly, we kind of just got her into it. And more and more, she would kind of see some things, and she'd be like, oh, okay, you know, and and we play a few, like, smaller games and stuff like that, you know, just to kind of introduce her to it. I think, you know, as this podcast got a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger, and I was talking about it more, you know, and she had input and stuff like that, she was kind of learning about games and stuff like that. So then I'd be like, oh, well, this is what this is all about. And she's like, oh, okay, okay, cool. Let's, you know, what it, you know, what is this all about? I want to see it, you know. So then I, you know, pull out the game or we'd get it and we talk about it and stuff like that. And I think what really, what really set it like fully for her is when we went to Gen Con because when I asked her to go, I, I had no idea she would even say yes. And when she said yes, I'm like, um, what? You know, I was just like so ecstatic because I was like, I've never done anything like this in my life. And it's just, I just thought it would be just a fun thing to do, not just for us to go see games, but for us to hang out and do something fun because, you know, um, um, we've been married almost 10 years and it, you know, we haven't had a vacation since just before we got married. So, you know, it was, yeah, so it was nice to just, you know, get away, you know, and it's not like, you know, it's it, it's not like it's been dull. It's not like, you know, you know, things are, you know, well, I just, I'll just stick with dull or whatever, you know, it's been, it's been, you know, been great being married to her and every, every day has been, you know, a blessing, but, you know, we just haven't had that time to go do something for us. So when we out, went out there, it was just like, she was like, okay, I what do we need to do, you know? And I'm like, well, let's go here and we'll, we'll play some games or, you know, maybe we'll go here, you know. And she just loved seeing the the showroom where they sold games because she was just like, oh, what's this, you know? Oh, oh, what's this, you know? And, you know, so we'd play a few games here and a few games there, and she just got more into it. And then we we found uh, games that were cheap that were out of stock, you know, and she's like, oh, this is cool, you know, it's only 10 bucks. Should we get it? And I'm like, oh, wait a minute, let's see if we actually like it first, you know. <laughs> we, we turn one over, it's in French. No, we can't read French. We'll, just, we'll put that back, you know. And we went to one of the places that sold a bunch of, oh, jeez, I'm trying to think of the company. Oh, who makes Dominion? Why can't I think of it? That is, oh, my God, that's not Rio Grande, right? Rio Grande, yes, yes. So they had a nice little area where there was a couple of guys, and they were basically like doing, doing like the loud like let's haggle, let's get stuff going. The one guy was just shouting everybody, and he's like, you know, he's like, oh, you know, come get your games here, and we're like sucked in, like you know, two little kids, like, ooh, what's this, you know? Mm-hmm. And you know, they'd be like, okay, you know, if I sell. If somebody buys two Dominion games right now, I'm gonna give all these games. I'm gonna have this stack of games. Everybody can buy them for five bucks a piece. So someone bought two Dominion expansions, and then bam, just people are they're just handing out games. And it, I don't know, it was just a a fun experience, and it just really got her sucked into it. So it was just cool to see her, you know, really get into that whole thing. And then when now when she gets a little bit of money or something like that, you know, she'll be like, oh, you know, what should we get this time? And I'm like, yes, it's all gone too flat, you know. So, but it's it's been a great ride. But we, for as far as planning goes, the longest explanation I've ever I've ever done. We don't we don't plan anything. Me and Mike always plan Tuesday nights, 
as our game night and then podcasting night, and then I always invite her to it if she wants to be in it because, um, unfortunately, with her MS, sometimes it, it it gets a little strained for her and she can't it, she gets some headaches and stuff like that and she can't play. Um, but I always tell her, and it's funny too because sometimes she'll be like, "Oh, I'll just ruin your time," and I'm like, "Whatever, you know." You just, it's always it's always fun playing with her and it's just it's fun to get together. So and it's nice to have three people for once instead of me and Mike all the time, you know. So. I was, I was going to say, the good thing about the Gen Con is, like, at least you knew that time was dedicated solely to that. Mm-hmm. You know, like, you didn't have to also run errands and also take care of the house or anything else during that time, so... Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was nice to just be like, all right, let's go to Popeye's, let's go to a hotel, let's go to Gen Con, you know, it's pretty much a win-win situation there. So. Like the, I think, like, the conventions are, like, the perfect uh, vacation spots for most couples. Mm-hmm. Like, even yeah. if, like, couples, like... Like, even, like, video game conventions or, like, even, like, the Comic-Cons. Like, I think any of those conventions are good. Because I was at, I honestly, because uh, we didn't really have a honeymoon yet. So I was thinking, like, technically, we can go to PAX as a honeymoon. I don't care. Nice. As long as, you know, like, it's, I don't I don't prefer that, oh, let's go to Hawaii and sit on the beach and, and what? <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do next? <laughs> I don't yeah, want, exactly. want to have this run too long because I know like uh, John and Vince probably want to give us like a, a snap suplex. Uh, <laughs> yeah, what are you guys are doing for me? We don't have. I mean, we had nothing to say really. <laughs> like, um, we actually we got engaged at PAX uh, two years ago. Oh, how that's and, awesome! And Kobe from Plant Hat Games actually helped me set this whole thing up. Um, like when we were at his booth. I gave him my camera to, you know, so he can take a picture of us together because <laughs> Plant Hat was, like, Summoner Wars was one of our first games as a couple. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but it was actually on record mode, and I proposed to her in front of the Plat Hat stand. <laughs> so, uh, so, yeah, and we actually, we threw the video on YouTube, and what's great is there's one guy that's uh, demoing the Bioshock Infinite game, and uh, when I give Kim the ring, you see him go... <laughs> and it was fantastic. <laughs> what was great is, um, like, one half of the side, they're all clapping, and then the other half just look at us <laughs> as if yeah. we're just ruining their day. Yeah, they're like, and whatever, they're like, yeah. I, I attacked for six. <laughs> but um, but that my favorite part of PAX that year was that night, we're pl- like, we're going around, you know, like, there's a lot of, like, stranger games going on, where it's like, hey, you guys want to play all this? You know, you want to check out... Martian uh, Dice, too. Yeah, like, Martian Dice, like, you know, people like playing this, that, and um, so, you know, we're playing all these games, it's like about 12 o'clock at night, as we're heading out to the hall, there's a married couple, and, like, the girl's sitting there, like, bouncing the baby on her knee and everything, and we're like, oh, my God, that might be us in a couple of years, like, at PAX as a family, and as we pass by, the girl is saying, they're playing, I'll never forget, they're playing Alien Frontiers, and... The girl is like, all we hear is, no, John, you don't play to win. You play to destroy. You crush every option out of your opponents, so there's nothing they can do to oppose you, and that's just what you play for. You don't play to win. You play to torment. And I'm like, or maybe that won't be us in a couple years. You know? <laughs> <laughs> the, ba- the baby's literally shitting its pants. Like, oh my God. What, did, what did I get myself into? Yeah. Well, well, well. You know, like, what, what a lovely trip for the family. <laughs> Uh, I do want to say one last thing about uh, gaming groups, by the way. Kurt, do you happen to have your phone by you? I do. Okay. Uh, I sent you a, se- a message a couple of seconds ago. Can you just tell me what it says? <laughs> I just read it before, and I was like, what? It says, I can't make it. Sorry, man. All right, so if you're in a gaming group, 
and you can't make it, fucking send that. There is nothing worse than leaving your gaming group waiting for you for like 45 fucking minutes and you just don't show. That's wow. like worthy of having some of your shit set on fire. If you get to game three hours a week and you dick out of one of them, you're begging for your stuff to be burnt. Has that hasn't happened more than once? Yeah, it's it's like I'm just gonna from now on I'm gonna keep like a little bit of kerosene and a, a book of matches by my door. And if the week before you were an hour late, next week you better you know better be wearing some on fire. <laughs> well, it's like because we, we'll we'll get like people will say, oh yeah, we're definitely coming. And then, you know, an hour passes, and we'll, like, we'll send text messages, and all of a sudden we'll receive one near the end of the night. It's like, oh, I'm sorry, I couldn't make it. I'm like, why couldn't you do this before? <laughs> it would have helped out, because then we wouldn't have picked such different games. Wait <laughs> I sensed a theme. Yeah. <laughs> Winning. Yeah. Somebody's got a new sound voice. <laughs> All right, well, I'll, I'll go to you next, Vince. Uh, so, I, what, what was the question? <laughs> <laughs> Three hours later, what happened? Yeah. Where am I? Oh. I'm hungry. Um, Actually, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I'll just continue with the wine. <laughs> nice. So, I don't know you that well yet, Vince. So, mm -hmm. I'm going to guess that you're a single man. Yes. Am I right? Mm -hmm. I have okay. a lot of time. Well, I, mean, I don't have a lot of time to game. Like I said, we're working. Legends is taking up a lot of time, and not, mm -hmm. I don't begrudge that. I mean, that's cool. Yeah, we have a lot of irons in the fire. Gotcha. Other other uh, endeavors. So um, mm -hmm. I don't. I used to. Well, I started gaming. I think I, we talked about this before. I started gaming with the Red Box of D and D in 1983. Mm -hmm. And on and off all those years up until about a year ago, I've been running a game. So it's sad, but you know, other things take its place, and I'll come back to it. Mm -hmm. yeah. So is it something where you just you wait for that right time for stuff to to come around? Do you? You know, you have your, you know, your, your things with Legends of Tabletop and stuff like that. Is there anything else that you go out and find, or is it just something where you say, hey, if you guys, you know, want to run something, I'm around? Um, yeah, I, for a one-shot, I mean, the only thing I'm playing consistently now, because um, I've always loved Star Frontiers, and when mm -hmm. we were on an interview with Oscar Rios, we kind of bonded over the Star Frontiers deal. Mm -hmm. uh, that would be kind of cool if we ran a game. And that's mm -hmm. the way to do it, and I'm, we're playing in that, and that's great. But as far as any other extended campaign, I, it's not going to happen. It's going to have to be a one-off. So if someone says, hey, I got this cool game, and let's play, I, all right, we do that. One session for four to six hours, that's cool. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So do you think that you're, you know, do you think that you're more accessible, or do you think that... Uh, actually, what I what's more popping to my head is... You know, do you do you jump, you know, feet first, or do you take the time and you say, you know what, I'll do these couple of things here, and then maybe I'll do something next time, or you know, how, I, I'm just I'm just trying to figure it out because you know, as we get older and stuff like that, you know, we do have this less time, but you know, do you try to make that time, or is it something where you're just like, after well, a while, you're like, well, you know, I just, I need this rest, or, you know, the, my job's just, you know, it's just too much, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, I've always tried to have a balance in everything that I do. Okay. And 
um, an old friend of mine once said, you make time for the things that you want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, now, having said that, I mean, if there's a lot of things you want to do, there's only so many hours in the day. So you have to you have to pick and choose what what gets your time and attention. I mean, that, that's the greatest thing you can give somebody because really, I mean, money's nice and all this other stuff, and but our time is our commodity. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's balancing between family, friends, you know, writing, work, gaming, um, business ideas, everything. So John and I are constantly going. And we'll, essentially what we have going for us is we don't have that, um, that family commitment mm-hmm. for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, so we do have a little bit more time, but it seems, it's, it's like when you get – some people, when they get a raise at work, like, oh, I have all this money, and you're like, Wait, where did it go? It's like, well, you mm-hmm. raised your standard. Of, we've you raised your standard of living mm-hmm. rather than keeping it low. We've kind of raised our standard of, of t- what we do with our time. Mm-hmm. So it's like, well, we have more time, but we kind of don't. So <laughs> I don't know if that answers the question or <laughs> no. I, I think it does. I, I think it answers it perfectly. All right, yeah. now we'll move on to John. Um, right. John, I know that you ha- you have a daughter, correct? One. Yes. Okay, and how old is she? Uh, she just turned 15 in October. Holy shit, you are old. <laughs> <laughs> he is an old bastard. You know what's even worse? I'm older than him. Oh, jeez. Uh, well, I just, I gotta ask, how old are you guys? Uh, I'm I tell 43. Wait, wait, how old? I'm not the oldest in the room for once! Hey! <laughs> 43. I'm 45, pushing 46. Wow, you don't even look it. You don't even look it. You Thank guys you. don't. I am 38. I was going to say, Kurt, you don't look a day past 60. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> let, me just hide, let me just hide these bags under my eyes. Here we go. I got I it. Like, yeah. I thought, like, it just didn't include it. I always thought he was, like, young, even when I first met him. Like, I thought, like, all of you guys were, like, in your 30s, and I was, like, I look like a 12-year-old here. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask if you guys were old enough to drink. <laughs> <laughs> you look young, which is good. That's good. Yep. Yep, yep. It's it seems like it seems like nowadays it seems like people are are looking like they're aging less. So that's a good thing. Yeah. Um, unless you're me. <laughs> yeah. No kidding, right? Um, you're going the opposite way. <laughs> so do so so John, do you do you game with your daughter? She. She's reluctant to game a bit. <laughs> let, let me let me backtrack a little bit and say that you guys are lucky insofar as that your spouses play when I so I'm so I'm divorced now. Um, this has come up on on podcast before. Uh, but I, did, we I didn't want to bring it up. I didn't want to open old wounds. No, no, it's fine. Um, when we were going out, we used to play a lot of like you know gin rummy. We play stratego and uh, you know. Real low level gaming. Um, we played D and D like early '90s, maybe mid '90s, and that lasted for a little bit. And then you know we started playing with Vince, and you know she was never really into the RPG aspect. And as we got older, and you know things happened, we you know played less cards, and you know we played dominoes when we go to our parents' house, things like that. Um, she played in the campaigns that we had run, and you know in the last. Uh, eight or nine years or so, I guess now, uh, as a way to spend time together. Mm-hmm. Uh, the audio people aren't going to get the air quotes. Um, 
it's like if you want to play, play. If you don't want to play, don't play. Like it's it's no big thing. Um, so that was that didn't cause the things that happened, but uh, you know obviously it's one nail in the coffin, as it were. Uh, mm-hmm. You know if, if you do a lot of game when I, I used to be on the Nerdbound podcast, and at that time, I think I was probably in four different forum games. I was on the Nerdbound podcast. I was doing you know maybe three home campaigns. I mean there was gaming just like constantly. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously, if you have a spouse or significant other, boyfriend, girlfriend that's not into that level of commitment in gaming, there is going to be a problem. So f- for those of you out here that game and and want to game and game a lot, find somebody that's going to game with you. Yeah. <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> no, because that. Well, ultimately, it's gonna it's gonna lead to a choice that you have to make. Either you give up something that you really enjoy doing, you know, or you you know you find somebody that wants to do that with you. There, there's there's not a whole lot of middle ground. You don't want to beg for permission to do something that you enjoy doing because that's bullshit. Yeah. I think like being like with those like I don't know if it's because I'm a girl, but I find that girls tend to be more like you know. Oh, you have to choose. Either you're gonna play Magic the Gathering, or you're gonna be with me. Mm-hmm. Which mm. kind of happened with him. So it's like you know, because he really loved the game, and one of his exes were like, "Well, you gotta choose." And it's like those people <laughs> who make you choose. Of like, it's so stupid because it's just yeah. it's, it's a just game. a fucking game. Yes. Yeah, right. it's it's not like you know he eats eats breathes and sleeps it. You know, it's just a yeah. hobby. Yeah. Well, it's something you're doing. It's, it's a social activity. You're hanging out with your friends. You're not at the bar. You're not at the yeah. club. You're, you know, you're yeah. not. You know, you're half the time you're at home unless you're playing at the store. So it's mm-hmm. you know. Then like, that's well, <laughs> Fundamentally, the, everything that we do, no matter what it is, whether it's games or reading or music, that makes you who you are. So if the person comes into your orbit and is attracted to that, and then later on is like, well, no, you have to. Well, you're an idiot, fuckhead, because the very thing that attracted you, you're trying to change. Stop that. Yeah. <laughs> Plus, I, you know, I, am, I am like this country. I do not negotiate with terrorists. You know? <laughs> I'm coming out guns blazing. That's yeah. right. There's a bag of dicks. I'm blazing a bag of dicks. I guess that's not really what you asked, but just as a little bit of a... Yeah, you can have that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, as far as the gaming goes, um, I, I I certainly don't game as much as I used to since starting the podcast, which is kind of ironic since we do a, a podcast that's all about right? gaming. <laughs> <laughs> I, I do have my regular Thursday games. You know, like I said earlier, you know, Pathfinder with Dragon Fisters, and you know, we host the. You know, Star Frontiers with Oscar Rio. So that's that's fairly consistent. Uh, like mm-hmm. I said, Sundays I play Pinocchio. We go over to my parents' house for dinner. We taught my brother how to play. I guess probably this year he'd never played before. So uh, we have a lot of fun kind of doing that and sort of reconnecting with family now since, uh, you know, all the other stuff happened. Um, you know, Friday nights I have a regular Battletech game with my brother. We actually have... Uh, we bought a whole sheet of plywood, so my, my one spare ass. bedroom is essentially one huge sheet of plywood with 3D. We bought a, a hot wire foam factory, shout out to those guys. 
Uh, so we've made all of our own 3D terrain. We've got everything painted. And, you know, we've moved we moved everything over here uh, after my ex moved out. We had so we were my brother's garage. That's, that's the guest room. So when I come to visit, I have to sleep under the battle tech table or on the couch. I mean, whatever. <laughs> It's like I you're hear sleeping in a forest, a very yeah. small forest. <laughs> I hear the foam is very comfortable. Yep. And that, that, hopefully that shit doesn't fall on me. <laughs> yeah, so oh, I've got a robot like... up my ass. What, I'm not... <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't put it there this time. <laughs> yeah, that, that's literally the entire bedroom at this point. Since, uh, since you know, since I'm out here in Arizona, we have you know, we don't we play seasonally. And we'll, you know, we'll get, you know, four or five lances going. It'll take us, you know, three or four months to play a game. What's a lance here? Explain that to the people at home. Uh, so a battle tech lance would be your your little squad of uh, of battle mechs. So we do uh, this new game that we're gonna get ready to start here in the next week or so. We're gonna have five lances of four mechs apiece, and we have them broken down into assault mechs, heavy mechs, medium, and That's light. So mechs. each lance has its own. Um, like weight requirement, uh, and the and the uh, the battle mechs are just giant robots, <laughs> uh, people you know manned by a you know human pilot. You drive it, yeah. 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 So that's but so since uh, since the summer started, we haven't actually played, uh, but we're getting ready to start that up again. But I've co-opted my brother into playing all these crazy games with me now that we uh, you know either get in for for review or. Uh, you know, some stuff that I, you know, just picked up at the store. I'm like, hey, I got a new game. He's like, okay. <laughs> so we, we play a lot of, you know, a lot of two-person stuff. Uh, you know, I heard you guys talking about Martian dice. I picked up that. Uh, you know, we have Chupacabra, Zombie Dice. Uh, Sun Tzu, I like playing a lot. That's a two-player game. That's pretty fun. So, I, you know, we try to fit in where I can, you know. So so Thursdays and Fridays are kind of my, my gaming nights. And then, you know, Sunday family, you know, Pinochle Night. And then, um, you know, we'll pick up some random pickup games here. Uh, we we do, you know, Google calendars. I print them out, um, <clears throat> you know, for my home use. I put all my stuff on there. Vince and I share a Google calendar to, you know, get all the stuff scheduled for the podcast. You know, like you say, well, we're going to podcast on this night, and we're going to do an interview on that night. And, you know, I've got stuff at school for my daughter, so, you know, it's, you know, it's a it's a, a delicate balancing act to try to get all that stuff in because obviously she's very important. Um, you know, she's you know she stayed here with me. Uh, you know, trying to make sure that she gets the proper attention. You know, 15, she's like, I get the fuck out of here. But um, you know, you, you still want to be accessible and available. And uh, you know, I'm always, always you know very communicative with her. Like, hey, this is the schedule for this week, but hey, I want to. You know, and literally put her on the schedule like, hey, Friday night, it, it's you and me. Get no a pencil or in? What the fuck? Yeah, you know, no, no website. <laughs> and, you know, she, she gets some undivided attention for at least one, you know, one day or one night. You know, we don't, <laughs> you know no phones at the dinner table. And, um, uh, you know, we're you know, just trying Wait. to make sure that... Uh, you you actually enforce that with a fifteen year old girl? No phone at the dinner table. Yeah, yeah, because because that's well, my brother. That is, well done, well done. <laughs> my brother is wont to say I'm like a twelve year old girl with the uh, with the smartphone, but kind of are. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna well, say you, you seem to be on the phone quite a bit. Actually. It, you know, I never 
I, the only reason I got a smartphone is because I dropped my my old phone in a in the toilet. Uh, oh so yeah, tell, was, tell the toilet story. Well, so I was we were playing BattleTech, and I had my my flyer's hoodie on, so I'm only running the house. I got to go to the bathroom. So as I'm you know adjusting things and you know doing what I have to do, <laughs> apparently my forearm hit the pocket, which ejected the phone into the previously used toilet. Uh, so oh, that right didn't end very well. Uh, okay, so, was that while you were sitting or standing? No, or? I was standing. No, I was standing. Okay, good. Because I was and like, I was, the trajectory on that sitting would be impossible. No, 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 no. I, I was standing there. I guess not paying attention. Oh, Jesus. Um, so he was like, well, I can give you my, my old smartphone. I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't care. Like, I just want to be able to text. Like, I have four computers in the house. What the fuck do I need a smartphone for? So Little did you he, know. <laughs> well, so with the divorce and everything, I'm like, all right, well, let me get on your plane because I'm gonna have to get off her plane anyway, and you know, whatever. And uh, you know, once the website, you know, stuff started coming along, you know, I'm I'm married to the phone now. It's just ridiculous. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I have it everywhere. It's in front of me right now while we're on the <laughs> on the thing muted. You whore. Uh, yeah. yeah. John, with the way you keep referencing it to smartphone, smartphone, was your old phone like a Motorola Razor? Like, <laughs> I had a Razor, but that was not my last yep. phone. Um, I had a. Oh, it was it was bad. It was like a Samsung, but it was like that a Doe phone. Well, no, because the good thing is, so I had a phone, right? And I always do the pocket check, right? So you know, before I leave the house, wherever I go, you know, wallet, keys, phone. Well, we went to the beach one day. And my kid's like, come on, come on, come on, we gotta get in the water. So I'm like, all right, so I put all my shit down. Apparently didn't do the pocket check and ran into the ocean with my phone. Oh. That didn't end very well either. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And we had just ordered your name. So I'm like, well, fuck, I'm not buying a phone now. Like, we're literally two months into a contract. So I gotta go from <laughs> AT&T. Huh? So just to cheat, you know, I had a full keyboard, so I was able to text and do all this stuff. I'm like, ah, it's, I don't care, that's enough for me. So that's the phone that I had that I dropped into the phone. <laughs> uh, I have a question for John. Yes. Um, so with your daughter, is it she's reluctant to play games because some board games just don't appeal to her, or she just uh, doesn't want to bother? She, you know, she she's a different kind of geek. She she's into anime, so we watch Attack on Titan together, and we we just went to Tucson Comic Convention. And uh, we cosplayed as characters from Attack on Titan, uh, and it was her first convention, and it was it was so it was so much fun for me because she had such a good time. Uh, you know, people were coming up and trying to get pictures with us, and you know, we took pictures with a bunch of people and stuff. So that was really cool. Because um, um, the yeah. have you heard of the Rococo game where you just make dresses? It sounds familiar. Yeah, I mean, like, I think, like, because stuff like that, I even showed it to my non-gamer friend uh, mm. who's never played, like, any board games, and she seemed really interested in it because you're making dresses, and you're yeah, making, yeah. like, <laughs> the ball is just like, oh, you're making cute decorate like decorations. Mm. Like, yeah, it's cute. I, I could get her. She'll play, like, zombie dice, although we haven't played in a little while. Um, she, she won't role-play, and I think she's just embarrassed. To you know, to be in a, you know with a bunch, of, you know, because I had mostly guys coming over here to play when we were playing, uh, you know, so she doesn't want any parts of that. Um, she's not a real big card player. She does like um, exploding kittens, which we're going to talk about in a little while. Mm -hmm. uh, we mm -hmm. also play kittens in a blender, 
which is a lot oh, of fun. Yeah. Uh, you know, she likes that one. We, I actually, my brother and I went. I have Cards Against Humanity, <laughs> and we went through one day and we took out the worst of the worst cards. <laughs> and I took it over one night to my parents' house. Instead of playing Pinochle, we played Cards Against Humanity. So I have my two six-year-old parents, and I'm like, hey, I got a game that we're going to try out. And they're like, okay, what's this? I'm like, just wait for it. You'll, you'll find out soon enough. Um, so she likes Cards Against Humanity. We, we've only played it a couple of times. I thought my dad was going to have a stroke when we played the first time. Pretty funny. But, yeah, I mean, that's probably about it. We, I, uh, I kick-started, I think it's called Zombie Sheep, if I remember correctly. So I guess that'll be coming sometime early next year. And I, I showed it to her. I'm like, oh, this looks kind of cool. Like, it might be kind of fun. She was like, yeah, yeah, order it. I'll play it. So if you're going to play it, I'll order it. You know? Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it so, seems like there's a lot of, like, you know, more and more, like, anime-based card games and stuff like that, too. So, you know, that would be a good way to get her into that, too. Just find something with a simple enough strategy, but with it mm-hmm. with a nice look to it, too, that would kind of pull her up. Yeah, they're, supposedly they're doing an Attack on Titan uh, board game. So oh wow! Yeah, when that comes out, I've seen some pictures. I guess of some Mako, some demo games and stuff. So if that comes out, I may I may look into that. And see if that's something she'd be interested in playing. As you say, um, if I can give quick three suggestions of like mm-hmm. family stuff, diamonds. Since you play like Pinochle and some card games, diamonds mm-hmm. is you know by Strongholds, really simple trick taking card game. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, code names. I have not seen anyone not get that game yet. Kim's parents are both retired. Like, they're in their 60s. They played it. They loved it. My sister's in her mid-50s. She loved it. We played it with, like, teenagers at the last uh, local gaming store. They love it. Mm-hmm. Codenames, I have yet to find one person that's ever had a bad word for that one. Mm-hmm. And um, if, you, if you get one of the starter sets of Force of Will... Mm. Force of Will plays like magic, but instead of making their own universe, they use fairy tales and legends and historical figures. And it's all oh. anime. Oh. The, the, oh. It's all anime. So you'll have like an anime version of a girl of uh, Christopher Columbus. Yeah, like <laughs> yeah, they, they reskin, but they actually use real quotes from like the novels and the people in history. Um, so, like a, so a lot of the people they keep the same but they also because you know Japan anime style usually make it like a female Valkyrie or something mm-hmm. like that instead but um but yeah. you won't get uh, mana screwed in that because you have your own mana deck and you can get like mana every time so when you play it you, you can literally end the game like four rounds it doesn't hmm. it, it's not that expensive yeah, it's like simpler magic, but the art style might be the perfect appeal for her. Hmm, have to check it out. Cool, thanks guys. Okay, so now I'm going to rewind a little bit now, because I wanted to talk about uh, something that... I had like 18 different comments that I wanted to make, and then I forgot to hold them. shit. <laughs> You showed marvelous restraint, sir. Yes. <laughs> it's a, hey, I'm teaching my son not to blurt, so now I'm trying not to do it. So. Nice. Calm center. Anyway. Um, <laughs> it's a cheap pop, but it gets me every time. Okay. So, talking about getting with someone that either doesn't like, like, is not super interested in what you're doing or you know, maybe has not, not much of an interest at all. I will speak on Mike's behalf. Mike is married to a wonderful woman that does not like really gaming at all. 
and it, it's an it's an it's an interesting conundrum because she is very much into letting him play as much as he wants within reason, of course, because you know we're all we all have our responsibilities and stuff like that. And uh, but um, she just does not get it into most games at all, video games, card games, anything like board games, anything like that. She just has no interest in. She likes Skippo and Cards Against Humanity. Those are like the two games that she likes. When we were playing at the local game store on extra at, at uh, for Extra Life, um, she actually came down with a friend, and they were we were just gonna hang out and play a fun game. Well, we decided instead of playing. Cards Against Humanity, which was not open there. I wish we had brought our own. Uh, we played. Oh shit! What was that game? Civilization. Uh, <laughs> no, yeah, no kidding. Yeah, nice light game to get her involved in. Yeah. Chris. Uh, bad, bad decisions. We played that, that bad decisions game, which oh, is God. which is trying to be Cards Against Humanity, but it sucks balls. So. <laughs> I loved your post on that. <laughs> yeah, I said we were playing bad decisions. That was a bad decision. So. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it was like it was trying to be clever, but like not clever in the least. And I, I feel bad for saying that kind of stuff because I usually don't like to dog on anything. But but yeah, but it was just one of those things where like. The, um, no one will see this face on the podcast or when I have post it up, but if you're seeing it now, this is her face. Her face is like... <laughs> Someone up she leaves. Yeah, so she gives a sour face, just gets up and leaves. Like, doesn't... She's just like, I'm done. Fuck <laughs> that shit! Yeah, yeah, exactly. She didn't even want to... Yeah, she didn't want to give, like, two words. She just wanted to be like, I just... I can't do it anymore. And, and with that game, I did not blame her. So, so that's you know uh, uh, probably a uh, really interesting example of something that probably doesn't work out very much, you know, ninety percent of the time or whatever. But it seems to work out for them, and you know, she just lets him, you know, do his thing when you know when he wants to do it, and then you know, we'll do they'll do their thing when they have the time for it. So. Well, that seems like that's a. I guess because you can have you can have it like you know like kind of like three ways you can have it where someone's like supportive in their own way where they'll allow the person to do their hobbies even though they hate it mm -hmm. and they won't complain about it. Then you'll have the people who complain about it and hate it, mm -hmm. and then you'll just have the people who they just love to do it. Mm -hmm. So it's like you get that mix. Oh, let's not forget silent resentment. That's always yeah <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> Like re recording three nights in a row, I get some silent resentment there. Uh, so that's so silent. You've been banished to the basement. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. That's why yeah. my feet are my feet are freezing. So, um. so, so basically, out of screen where no one can see is the blow up doll. Yes. Yes. Exactly. Exactly. And that's I don't have a blanket. I'm just curling up with her for tonight. So I call her Susie. <laughs> So it made me think of another question. So, you know, we have, a lot of times we have these plans for the things that we do and stuff like that. So if we go, if you guys go, like, a week or two without playing, is it something where you're that much into it, where all of a sudden you're like, oh, my God, I just, I need to have this now? Are there certain times of the year where you're like, I just, I need to play a game to... 
settle down or wind down or something like that? Is there any way where you're just like, I, I just really need to play a game? Kurt has the booming voice of two men. <laughs> yes, exactly. Um, yeah, I think it's still you. I don't know. Is it us? No, it's not you. Talk, Kurt. It's probably me. All right, I'll sign to myself. You guys talk. Yeah, without my care to regulate, man, it's, it's rough for you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, I know for me, it's like I've had many times where it's like uh, no, you know, no board games and no Netflix make Homer something something. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean, like you know, for me, it's it's a great way to like enjoy my time. You know, it's like, you know, I I like reading. I don't like. I'm really not a TV person at all. You know, I like interaction because. Um, on my job, you know, uh, little known thing, mailmen are basically tagged like stray dogs. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, like, um, if you if you stop too long, they're like, hey, man, why you been there for three minutes, you know? So, mm. like, I don't really know too many people, like, on the routes I'm covering and stuff like that. Like, you know, I'm constantly moving. Long day, you just kind of don't want to socialize with strangers. You want to spend time with the people you know, you know? So... For me, I, I really do look forward to it. Like that's why I try to make sure we always get those two days, even if it's at end week. It gives me something to look forward to. So, um, uh, if you know me, right? I'm kind of quiet to myself. I don't really talk much except for the, to this one. Um, <laughs> I uh, I recently getting into board games. I'm not heavy into into it like he is because, as you can tell, he can just like name. Publishers like just oh who played this game oh it was so and so so like he's like your gaming dictionary and he's really good with like the whole talking I'm not so much <laughs> so when we play games you, he usually teaches them but what I really enjoyed was and Kurt you should actually oh wait no that's right you don't live in New York um <laughs> the Uncommons was it the Uncommons yeah Uncommons the Uncommons in New York City it's a board game cafe. And it's pretty awesome because uh, what you can do is pay five dollars. Is it per person? Yeah, five dollars per person. Uh, you get your table, and unless it's like you know, like a Magic the Gathering tournament or whatever, you it's easy like to get a table, mm -hmm. and you can just stay there just all day. You don't pay five dollars an hour. It's just five dollars. You get the table, and then they have a huge game library. So when we went, we were just picking out games, and what we would do is he would teach a game, and doing it, it kind of got me all hyped up, and I was like, I want to teach a game. This looks like fun. <laughs> so I would teach a game, right, and we would just go back and forth, and it was like the first time I was able to like actually you know, like, go with the flow with the board games. Because mm -hmm. a lot of times I keep reading a sentence like, what does this mean? I don't know what this means. I don't get this, you know? But um, I do like that. Uh, uh, when we went there, I don't know if what's that news game that they extra, had. Extra, 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 extra. Have mm -hmm. you guys ever heard of that game? I've heard, heard of it. I haven't played it. You've seen it, right? Like the back of the board, what it mm -hmm. looks like. Oh my god, <laughs> teaching it! I tried to teach it, right? And it just we couldn't stop laughing because I couldn't understand it. And then I said, you know what? You have a go at it. I can't do this. It, it was like aneurysm in the board game. It was. Yeah. Really <laughs> I kept out taking out stuff, and he's like, "What are you doing?" I was like, "There's still more chits in the bag, and it's just endless amounts of stuff in there." Like I've done Rune Wars, I've done Trajan, I you know, 
And this game, we were looking at it, it's like, I don't know, I think you go here to do this action. <laughs> we'll see if it feels right, you know. Oh, it was brutal. Yeah. yeah. But, like, that yeah. place, I think, like, uh, that place awoke something in me, so. Yeah, it was like that language immersion program, like, you know, just drop off in the middle <laughs> of the country. <laughs> A bottle of water in that yeah. <laughs> Wander around. Yeah. yeah, that's the that's the most um that's the thing that scares me the most about that kind of stuff. Um me and Mike are actually gonna be doing our first uh teaching night at the district company where we played at for extra life. And uh, I'm super stoked about it and I'm actually excited that Mike wanted to do it too because you know, he's a little more reserved than I am when it comes to stuff, so just getting him involved in this is just makes me excited for it. Um, but we're starting off small, <laughs> so we're doing we're gonna do exploding kittens, which we're talking about tonight. How many nice. times can we reference that? And <laughs> and I actually got um, I actually talked Dustin because he is really super into working with us to get games in to talk about. Dan, you kept you kept talking about code names, and it seems to be the hottest game right now on Board Game Geek and stuff like that. So I asked him. I said, "Can you just get a copy for us to play?" And he said, "No problem." So. We're gonna be teaching both games, and you know, and he, you know, he said in the future, he's like, if there's anything out there that you that you know that you know you want to teach, have at her. Just let me know. I'll I'll go through my usual um, my usual um, places and stuff like that, and we'll get it going, and you can come and play it before you teach it, you know. And it, you know, like I said before, it scares the shit out of me just because, <laughs> you know. Uh, I, you know, just like everybody, you know, everybody else that plays these games and stuff like that, we're, you know, we have a niche, and a lot of us are kind of dorky, nerdy, whatever you want to call it. And uh, you know, a part of me is just scared to death, you know, to meet these new people and teach them this game, and you don't want to fuck it up, you know, <laughs> you just, you know, because I've had in the past where you where you play a game and you have someone going, nope, that's wrong. You know, and you're like, okay, can you just say it nicely, and then we'll be fine. <laughs> just say you're wrong. This is what it is. Hey, fine. As I know that I get stuff wrong all the time, and that's that's where you, that's where you get the super server. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that's my biggest fear because I I am the worst from the people that have actually listened to this podcast. They can say it for sure about trying to describe board games. You know, so if I and I have a really bad memory when it comes to stuff. So sometimes I'll, you know, I'll think of something and I'll be like, okay, what was that? What was that? And I'll do it wrong, and then we'll just have to do it again. I just have, you know, you just have to think to yourself, okay, well, you may get something wrong, but guess what? A lot of people playing games when they first learn, that's what happens. So. Yep. Every first turn of every new game that I play is just a complete clusterfuck. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah. Exactly. So, so it'll be nice to get one or two games in just to be, you know, a little bit ahead of the curve, and if, you know. If it's you know turns out sour, well that's gonna happen. And plus we're teaching new people, so of course they're probably not gonna know stuff too. So they're gonna be kind of in the same boat. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that that's really cool that you get the support from the store like that mm-hmm. um, to to order games specifically for you to have you you know guys coming in and you know teaching games and things like that. There's there's a store here by me, which will remain nameless. <laughs> that's uh, Kind did. of on my shit list at the moment. Is it the vendor store? store. <laughs> yeah, I have another store that I'm I'm in the process of talking to. I think I'm actually going to head up there on Saturday. Maybe well, you know our schedules just haven't. You should you should you know what you should do next time you're up there. Save a a a, a massive dump <laughs> and don't flush. Mm-hmm. Don't. Yeah, but that only hurts the gamers. And don't don't bring your phone. 
I'll have the phone number right there if they can pull it off the SD. Go phoneless. Yeah. yeah, no, I, that that's really cool. There's a there's another store that's opened up here recently. The the guys from Portal Dragon, who we talked to last night for our podcast, they have a uh, to go along with their Kickstarter for Pick the Lock. They have an in-store pickup, so you can order the game a little bit cheaper because uh, obviously they're not paying to ship it, I guess, or or they're shipping in bulk to the store. And and that store up here is uh, Tucson Games and Gadgets, I believe. Uh, so a new place here that I want to go check out and see what the you know what their philosophy is, and and see how willing they would be to work with with us, like you know, like your store is with you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's 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 been amazing. It's you know, it, it me and Mike at the time, and we've talked about this when we talked with with uh, Dan and Kim about Extra Life. It it's me and Mike just kind of looked at each other like we just couldn't believe this is happening, and it's <laughs> it's awesome to have that because we've had we and people can hear from past Extra Lives and stuff like that where. We've had a, another store that may, shall be nameless, and uh, you know, guarantee guarantee that we're gonna have extra life there. And then the week of, say, oh, I'm sorry, we forgot we have an extra life tournament at a different place, and we're having a land tournament there for extra life. So, you know, just one of those things where it's like, okay, we planned everything, we've got people that are gonna show up, and then they drop the ball. So then, you know, we had to say, hey, everybody come to my house. <laughs> you know, so yeah. you couldn't find, you know, we couldn't find, uh, you know, another suitable place. So it's nice to have that place that's willing to, you know, really work with the community because that's what, that's what you want. You know, that's, mm-hmm. that's what gaming is about. It's to get people together and, you know, bullshit and have a fun time, you know. It's, so it's nice when, when the game store itself is working towards that where, um, unfortunately, a lot of time you hear that that's not what's happening. They're just trying to scrape by to get what they can, and they're not doing the necessary things to succeed. So, and and the problem with that is, you know, especially nowadays, because there's so many other options than going to the store. You know, I can go and get any board game so much cheaper on Amazon, but hey, I want to come and support your store because I play games and you sell games and, you know, people come in and they want to play games. Like, this all works together. <laughs> um, and, and and to have people that, Solidarity. you know, don't, yeah, they don't seem to get that. You know, it's like you're cutting off your nose to spite your face. It's like, you know, I'm not just some jerk-off that walks in the store and says, oh, give me the $4 game and I'm going to leave. Like, you know, mm-hmm. for for all of us on here, like, you know, we're on a podcast. For whatever that's worth, you know, we have people that listen here in Tucson. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you'd rather have us saying nice things about your store than not saying nice things or not talking about you at all, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, you, you want to be together with like-minded people mm-hmm. um, and, you know, creating a strong community. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I got my soapbox. <laughs> no, no, no. That's great because that's you know that's what I when I talked to Dustin, the manager of of uh, the district company, I I told him this. I said, you know, we, when we're having this extra life here, it's not just a one time thing. I'm not coming here to just use you for our wares, you know. And you know, granted, it was for a better cause. You know, I you know I didn't want this just to be a one shot. You know, I wanted I wanted to you know create a relationship, and the fact that it was reciprocal, it was. You know, you can't get any better than that, so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. All right. I well, question. I think we... What's that? I have a question. All right. Awesome. Uh, you've made numerous references to this Mike character. <laughs> now, tonight, he's sick. And I think when you were on our show months ago, he was supposed to be there, but something happened. 
is this an actual person or your imaginary friend? Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I know I know for a fact that Dan has actually seen Mike, right? Haven't you? Okay. I have so no you can you can. <laughs> Damn it, Mike! Who's Mike? <laughs> Actually, Mike. Mike is my ultimate. Uh, my uh, my my real personality. It's like Fight gotcha. Club. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> when I go out in public, I'm Mike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We'll start calling you Sybil now. <laughs> uh, please don't. Okay. <laughs> I, I gotta say one thing though. Uh, if you can, when Mike is teaching some of these games. Please periscope that shit. Yeah, really. <laughs> so we know that he's a real person. I'll actually I'll poke him in the arm so you know that it's not that it's not one of your blow up dolls. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you hear a little bit of air, then maybe maybe, <laughs> maybe something is wrong. All right. So I think I think we've talked this subject to death, but it's been a great been a great conversation. So let's get. <laughs> Damn you, Vince. Damn you. I know, right? <laughs> and he knew it was you. He didn't even think it was me well, for a second. I know, right? I, I've been through it before. I know what's going on. All right, so now that we've talked this to death, why don't we get into the review? Game review. All right, so this month we played Exploding Kittens. Mike actually got the safe version. He didn't Mike. get the... Yeah, <laughs> Mike in quotations. Um, whoever that may be. Allegedly. Gotcha. Yeah, exactly. Yes. He did not get the not safe for work version, which very much let me down because anytime there's a not safe for work version of anything, I love to participate. So anytime you I was. Yeah, exactly. I was hoping since Mike is not here and Mike is usually the one that does a game description, is there anybody else that would like to talk about how to play Exploding Kit? Well, it's pretty simple, really. I mean, I'll go over a general, a general overview. Is there are so many exploded kittens that would want to explode? They did explode shit. So they have these exploding kitten cards. I think there's five or six in a deck, and your job is to not get one of these exploding kitten cards. So basically when you're taking when you're drawing from the pile, whatever you have in your hand what? Who wrote that? Kurt. Oh Just my keep going. God. <laughs> anyway. We're, we're grown ass men and women and you wrote the word potty? All right, everyone out there. I think you were just supposed to ignore that, though. Kurt wrote the word potty. <laughs> so let me translate that for you. He has to take a shit. Or Train the lizard. I hope he doesn't drop his phone. As long as you don't drop his phone in the, in the potty. I have to go potty. So I think he knows that we are, we're on to have the fact that he murdered Mike and he's like fleeing the country. <laughs> I know, right? He's leaving now. Had a suitcase by the side of the computer. He's, he's going to come back and he's going to have a wig on. And... <laughs> well, so the idea is to, 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 to use the cards in your hand to mitigate drawing a exploding kitten card. And sometimes that involves handing off the 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 responsibility to the next person, like forcing your the your the next person to draw a card or take a card, whatever. So that's in a nutshell. That was a horrible description. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> that well that's what basically what you do. You don't you don't So it's it's a two to five player game. game. <laughs> no, 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 it's a two to five player game. It plays in about fifteen. Oh, minutes. you're fucking reading off the fucking I, cards. I have my cards. I grab them. 
You're reading, you fucker. I, yeah, I am. So so there's a couple of different kinds of cards. You have shuffle cards, which I was looking for one in particular because I love it. You have attack cards. You've got exploding kitten cards. And then you have diffuse cards. So if you were to draw an exploding kitten on your turn, and you happen to have a diffuse card, we'll show it here to the YouTube. Oh, look, so you guys got cards too. That's awesome. And you play your diffuse, and the, the exploding kitten goes back in the pile. There's nope cards, which you can use to... You're echoing the fucker. Well, it's not me. It's Kurt. He's back now. That's true. Kurt, you... Uh, Kurt! Yep, there's the nope card. You can use that to uh, to uh, uh, to negate a card that someone's playing. Uh, you have the skip card, so you can skip your turn. So the on the basic action on your turn... You, I think you draw a card first. Let me. I have the yeah, rules. You, the you can probably hear them. Yeah. Yeah, uh, let's see. Yeah, I'm going through memory. Yeah. Well, I got up and I got them. The bikini. Oh, got <laughs> There's four sets of boobies. <laughs> yeah. So that, that's it. That's it. That in the not for work day, I guess. <laughs> but but one of my favorite cards here is the shuffle card. It's a it's a cute little baby owl and it says let's smoke this rock motherfuckers and it's a little, <laughs> little owl smoking a crack pipe. It's awesome. I love him. You're a sick bastard. My, my favorite uh, of the nopes. <laughs> oh my god, that's cool. <laughs> a unicorn. <laughs> Five. Five cocks. <laughs> My favorite of the Nope counterspell cards is the Pope of Nope. Oh, right here. The Pope yeah. of Nope. Unleashed or, a thousand-yard back hair. Awaken the Narpope. <laughs> so this is funny for us, but nobody can actually see us flipping the cards to the cameras. And nobody cares. <laughs> the See the Future cards? Oh, yeah, yeah. Were you able to actually, like... What, what is the one where you can actually make it where the next card somebody draws is the Exploding Kitten? When you diffuse, oh. which is where you play it. But the the best thing about this game is you never reshuffle the deck. Like, if a bomb gets diffused, it goes back in the deck. So this mm-hmm. thing will always end in one sweet playthrough. Yeah. It, does, it, doesn't, it doesn't suffer the flux conundrum of... And let's shuffle again, shall we? Where, you know, you're an infinite cycle yeah, of... You know, right. you're not in the seventh layer of hell. <laughs> right. <laughs> the art on it's the art on it's pretty good. Um, it's really done good. by Matthew Inman, the oatmeal. Yep. yep. Oh wow! Look, his testes there. Hell <laughs> twisted. Infinity boner. Oh. Yeah, it's a fun game. It plays pretty quick. A short game, as as we've discussed on our pod, podcast before, is is really, you know, right in my wheelhouse. Fifteen minutes to a half hour is a nice, you know, nice. Well, no, well, you know, if, if you know, with the late players, uh, you know, if you have a D and D session or something like that, or you, you know, you're laying out mountains of madness, and somebody calls and says, "Hey, I'm going to be, oh you know, 45 God. minutes late." You, know, you can whip out a couple of hands of uh, exploding kittens before, uh, you know, before the person shows up. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think so too. The one thing that that for some reason I didn't see on Mike's instructions when we played it. So you've got the when you play the two-of-a-kind of a different cat or whatever, and you can use it to steal someone's card. Well, there's more things that you can do. There's the three-of-a-kind. Oh, no, you yeah, basically... this. Yeah, yeah. And it's funny because I never saw it on the instructions that we had, so I'm like, um, were they even there? <laughs> I don't remember. Or, 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 or am I that terrible with it or what? You know, so basically it says, 
It says playing three of a kind lets you name the card you want, and if the player, the player, uh, if another player has that card, they have to give it to you. Where'd you mm-hmm. get the instructions? The, it's actually on their website. Damn them! Really? It actually came with the games. You <laughs> didn't see that either about the three of a kind in our rules either. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it's here. on the, like, the, the last. It's on the on the right hand side of the, the west. On Open the back. it up. On the back on the right hand side. So we must have missed it. Oh, right here. Son of a for advanced play. That's why. Oh, that's play. why I see you. Advanced. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So I would I would never be playing it. Thanks. I'm not that. <laughs> Um, and then yeah, it says if you play uh, five cards that are different icons on the corners, go through the discard pile to take any card you like. I like that. She'll almost always be a diffuse. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Unless someone has a nope, and then they can nope you out of it. Nope. So that's... Nope. Yep. No, exactly. I don't think you can nope a diffuse. I think you could nope anything else. Well, no, you can nope the the stealing a card from the discard oh, pile. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What an intellectual yeah. conversation. Okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And let's let's go get deeper the into the exploding kittens. <laughs> yes. And Kurt, there's always that classic move of noping a nope. <laughs> That's <laughs> right. And then noping a nope a nope to a nope. Um, a tri-nope. A tri-nope. So what do we really think about this game, then? Do we, do we think it's... Uh, <laughs> love it. It's, you know what? I've, I've taken it to parties. Um, I brought it to work. It's really kind of cool just to just to, to have. Keeping your car, keeping your glove box, putting your pants, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and do you think it's do you think it's a good price point too? Nineteen ninety nine. It's definitely a good price point. Yeah. Okay. It's worth the, the shitty artwork. I mean, the really cool artwork. <laughs> like um. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to throw labels out, but if there's somebody that, like, kind of shits on this game, they're a bit of jaded asshole, and they just really yes. should shut their fucking mouths because they're twisted. <laughs> <laughs> when this came out, like, so many people lost their shit over the Kickstarter. Yeah. And uh, even the oatmeal was like, hey, are you sure you guys want to still pledge for this game? Like, we're at $2 million. Like, please stop. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> there's so much money. Yeah, and I would like to know, how come I got this fucking game on time, and meanwhile I had to wait two years for my coins from the coin factory? <laughs> yeah, but, they, had uh, their, they had their shit together, that's for sure. Yeah, and, and it's a case of, like, I mean, yeah, it's, it's a light, quick game. It doesn't ever try to pretend it's not, so there's no reason to bitch. Like, if you're not into that, that's fine, but... Yeah. <laughs> To me, yeah. it, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, I think I think the reason why because the, the why you got it so quickly is because it made over eight million dollars, and that probably helps. Yeah. <laughs> Where some of these other ones are only getting you know tens of thousands, which I'm not saying is not a lot of money. I mean, it's way more than I got right now. So, <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's still it's like it it. I remember when it, it when it hit because I think. Mike just happened to just come upon it on accident, and he's like, "What the hell is this?" And I'm like, "Oh, this looks awesome!" And of course, you know, eight million dollars later, and how many people later? I'm sure everyone else was the same, you know. So. Yeah, it was one of those things somebody tweeted on on Twitter. Came, you know, came across the feed, and I was like, "The hell is that?" So I went and looked, and I went, ah, yeah, "It looks, you know, it looks funny." Yeah. Um, you know, when I go, like when I go to my parents, I'll just throw, you know, four or five games in my backpack and take it over with me. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I took this over and we played it because, like I said, my daughter, you know, enjoys this one. 
And you know, we played it one week, maybe two weeks, and my parents were like, "Yeah, I don't, don't bring that anymore. We don't like it." <laughs> was that your mom or your dad? Both. Neither one of them wanted to play. That's um, weird. And I don't, I don't think it has anything to do with the game specifically. Like, it's just not their thing. Like, they're not big game people anyway. Oh, gotcha. um, But, yeah, you know, it, it's fun. Like Vince said, it's portable. You know, you, you throw it in your car. I throw it in my backpack. You know, you can take a couple games with you when you go somewhere. The greatest uh, gifts, too. So, yeah. yeah. Yeah, just a little a little fun stocking stuffer or something like that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, the price point's not too bad, so... Yeah. yeah, and then for the not safe for work one, you could also incorporate some form of alcohol if you drink. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and they and they say that too that if you get a couple of those games too, you can also play up to what ten people or something like that. So that's something like that. Yeah. yeah, so definitely a fun you know party game to get people you know together and you know if you have a if you have a few you know it's a fun little thing to you know piss around with and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it's even a, a good coffee house game. Like I mean, this you can play on a really small table. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, oh, what is that? Go describe a chair. You'll get in the next round. This will take five minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's and it's a good intro game because it's light and it's funny and it, you know, it's 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 just something that you know catches people's eye more than anything, you know. So definitely easy to do that. All right. Well, I think we've talked about it pretty good. So why don't we rate it? Okay. So for the people that may not know how we rate games here, um, we like to do it on a D8 system with eight being the best and one being it's shit. So <laughs> let's rate it, shall we? Um, I'm going to give Mike, in quotations, his uh, view on it. Because even he's though... had a mic for us. Yeah, yeah. Even though he's not real, he did text me. And he said... <laughs> he said that I give it a five for being easy to learn and quick, but there isn't enough to it to make it a top game. You sent that to yourself while you were in the potty. <laughs> I did. I did. I did. That's how I do things. I even made it make a ding sound, so I was all excited. <laughs> so you had one hand on your junk and one hand on the That's right. That's right. Actually, my other hand was digging out my phone, and I was... You better wash your hands after that. That's true. That's true. It smells bad. <laughs> so let's see what you guys give it. Dan, what do you think about Exploding Kit? All right, well, I'm going to nope Mike's five. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, Mike gave it a five? Uh, five out of eight, yep. Fuck you, Mike. No. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just a little, little bit better than middle of the road. All right. Yeah, you know, I would say it's, like, around the same. Like, it's pretty much a five. It's cheap. Um, I mean, one of the things, you mentioned Target before. That's where we got our copy. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you could do that buy two, get one game free sale, that's... Perfect for this. Um, yeah, I mean, super easy, super portable, and like five minutes and you're playing. That's my favorite part. You know, you don't have to give anyone an elaborate background, and once one turn of cards goes, they get it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's very easy. That's true. You give it five also? Yeah, love. <laughs> I'm not giving it a five. I give it a seven. Oh, wow. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> um... <laughs> Yeah, I was wondering why Vince was actually really clapping. I'm like, <laughs> fun all day. Come on now. Yeah, right? <laughs> um, mostly because I'm a fan of the oatmeal. Like, I have a couple of their books. Yeah. I actually have one of their posters hanging up on the bathroom. Um, uh, it's a good read. <laughs> Another super fan. Great. <laughs> um, and uh, I was actually really glad that they came up with this because 
it's just, you know, comics are really awesome, and the way they, yeah, their humor, their humor is the best. And I can see, like, some people don't get their humor, but those people kind of suck. So, um, I'm actually, the only reason why I didn't give it an 8 is because uh, if they make more games like this, I would give them an 8. And no but, chibis. No chibis, yeah. <laughs> they should have a cat chibis. <laughs> This just some kind of plush toy they give out with it or something. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah. A little chain with a, the cat on it with the yeah. grenade. But would it be not suitable for work cat that's on the cover? Totally. <laughs> like a dildo yeah. on it or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, John, what about you? I would also give it a seven. Um, oh, wow. You know, like I said, it's, you know, it's got a, a low price point. <laughs> It, it's easy to play. I mean, all the reasons that were given, uh, you know, I think lends itself to a, a higher rating. You know, it's quick to play. Like Dan said, you know, when he comes over your shoulder, what are, you, what are you doing? You know, in five minutes, they're playing the game. Um, you know, it's not super complicated. It's, it's not, you know, it's not Agricola. It's, you know, it's not uh, Mountains. Uh, Wait, uh, what's with the arcane references over here? <laughs> Just because you don't play a lot of board games. <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, I mean, it's not something that's super heavy. It's it's not super strategic. It's a light beer and pretzels game. You know, it's something to take up a little bit of time. Uh, you know, you put it in a rotation. If you you know, if it's a general game night and you're playing a bunch of different things, you could fit it in. Um, yeah, so I, I I give it a seven. I I think it's worth what you pay for it. Nice, nice. What about you, Vince? Um, I give it a seven point no. Uh, I like it. It's, I, I did back the Kickstarter. I do follow the oatmeal. I think his humor is very uh, very spot on with certain things. A lot, a lot of social commentary that's uh, uh, that's wrapped around the, the humor, which is nice. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give it a solid eight. Oh, wow. Yeah. Very nice. Very nice. I'm, I'm going to be. I'm going to be. I'm going to go with Dan and Mike, uh, the supposed Mike. I'm going <laughs> to go with the five two. <laughs> Shaking my head every time. <laughs> I I do like it. I love the art. I love the goofiness of it. But somebody I kind of agreed with. Some, I kind of I watched a review of it from somebody else, which I won't name, that kind of likened it to Uno. And I can kind of see that in in a way because you know you kind of got your you know your match and stuff and. And you've got your different cards that kind of stop things or you know make people draw more cards and stuff like that. Um, I don't. I thought I'd be more in love with this game than I, than I am. So I'm not. It's weird. It's it sounds like I'm really downing this game right now as I talk about it. But the the more I played it, the more I did like it. And well, I think then, if. What's never mind. <laughs> now you got nothing to say. Jeez. I got nothing. I got pocket lit. Nice, but I think this is something with the um, regular version that I could probably get more of with, like, say, playing with my son and stuff like that, you know, and maybe even playing with my family because I know my my family would get a kick out of it. So, so as far as party games goes, it's it's pretty good. As far as you know, bringing it out to the table, I, it might not be something I bring out to the table all the time. It might be just something like you said, like if you have an extra couple of minutes at the end of the night and you want to do something fun, you know, pop this in. So, so yeah, so a lot of a lot of numbers around the board. I don't know how to. I don't know how to make it out. What what we would give it as a group? Like five point five. Yeah, exactly. And I can't do it as a five point five. It's got to be a solid integer. So say six. Say six. Yeah, there you go. So 
the uh, Vince up the curve, so it went. And I think it's up to a six. So yeah, that's exploding kitten. So yeah, if if it's something you let like a nice little party game, something you can play with your family, get the regular version. Something you want to play with your with your uh, friends you have a couple of drinks with, get the not safe for work version. So, mm-hmm. and that was exploding kittens. Cool. All right, we're at the end. That's it. I know. It's awesome. Yay. <laughs> hey. Is that Jungle Boogie? Okay. <laughs> um, uh, this is the part of the show when uh, when I have guests on, I like to uh, ask them what they've got coming up because uh, we get we're coming into Christmas time. Um, so uh, Dan and Kim, why don't you tell us what you guys got coming up in the near future? Shit, you know, whatever. <laughs> what, like to play? <laughs> no, have you got anything with the podcast or anything special that's you know that you want to talk about that's coming up in the near future? Uh, or something that you're excited about that you're backing or something like that. No, man, we, uh, we're trying to lay off backing because we're still trying to catch up on our backlog from this year. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you can always catch us, the Gaming Nonsense Uncensored podcast. We're not releasing as frequently as we like to, but that's because we're trying to get more plays of the games. Ow. <laughs> Somebody just got shot live on the <laughs> That was... That was that was my knee on the bottom of my desk, and I'm too tired. I'll yell tomorrow. <laughs> but outside of that, um, you can always catch us on Twitter at GNU Podcast. Yes. And, uh, what we like to do is um, we want to try at least play a game three times before we actually review it, because a lot of the times you'll read a you read a rule book, and after playing it, it was like, oh wait, we got something wrong. Right, Kurt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> and it's like the second time, oh, wait, you got something wrong again. Because we've been trying to play uh, Vice Story, and every time we play it, we just constantly get things wrong. I don't know how, Kurt. I fucked that game up five times in a row so far. I don't know what. <laughs> I've, heard... <coughs> Excuse I don't me, know. I've, heard, I've heard a lot of people that have had problems with the instructions for some reason. Mm-hmm. Game is beautiful, and it's fun. I, I think it is, anyway. I don't think I've done it right yet. <laughs> God damn, I'm not this game is the greatest game ever, even though I don't know how to play it. <laughs> but um, for like an upcoming episode, I was actually thinking, because uh, you're talking about holidays, not Christmas, but like um, February for like Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. I was thinking of actually like doing an episode of horror video games. Hmm. For like the, the for, people for who... For Valentine's Day? Yeah, for people who don't are, aren't in relationships... Okay. Like okay. Trying to see that correlation there. I was yeah. like, you pull the heart out during a horror movie. Valentine's. Here you go. I don't know. Chocolates. What? Or if you're in one that you want out of. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Get them away. Yeah. So I thought because I thought it'd be interesting because uh, you know how like they have those uh, like that horror movie Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Valentine's Day Massacre. Okay. That makes more sense. Yeah. So I figured you know horror video games. Nice, perfect. That sounds awesome. All right, John, what's Legends oh. of the Tabletop coming up? Got coming up. Jeez, how much oh time God. do we have? Yeah, I know. <laughs> Pull up that Google Doc right now. Hour. Um, what about time? Just yeah. for the end of the year here, we're we're you know not that this matters to anybody, but we're trying to get our logo done, which is going to unlock a couple other projects for us here coming up. Um, we are going to have Jason McKittrick from Cryptocurium on. Uh, we're going to try to get him on here in December. Uh, we have Chris Lackey coming on from the HP Podcraft uh, coming on uh, early in January. 
Uh, we're going to kick off our Meet the Host segment or Meet the Hosts segment in December here. We're going to be talking with Jesse from the Dragon Fisters. Uh, we're going to have – he's our first uh, – He's our sac uh, first sacrificial victim. Let's see how we get all this stuff to work out. I think you volunteered to be next, Kurt. Is that right? I well, I think you volunteered me, but sure. <laughs> I'm just uh, kidding. I'd love to be. I think that's what happened. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, you know, guest guest wise, you know, we kind of, you know, as things come up, you know, we get people on. We don't have any kind of a real set schedule for that sort of stuff. Um, we have our AP Mondays. Uh, the current game we've got running right now is a game that that you were in, Kurt. The Rise of Zeneki. Where uh, I kicked some ass. You did. <laughs> you did. Um, I think we have two episodes left on that, and then we'll be kicking off our Star Frontiers campaign. Uh, we'll be mixing those in. Uh, yeah, I mean, you can find us pretty much everywhere. iTunes, Stitcher. Uh, our feed burner just got pulled down. Apparently our link got hijacked. Oh, uh, no. So we're going to try to get that back up. Uh, okay. You can find us on uh, Instagram, uh, YouTube, I, you name it, we're probably there. Just search for Legends of Tabletop. It'll probably come up. So probably won't have a few things out before this actually releases or from what you're hearing right now. But last couple of days we've had a nice couple of things ha happen this last Sunday, and I just put it out our our latest interview. We talked to Taylor Labresh from the Leviathan Files about their uh, Mass Effect D20 podcast, which is awesome, and it was a great interview with him. We talked about... Literature, we talked about story, we talked about combat, we talked about everything fun that you want to know about about RPGs, and it was just it was so nice to talk to, to Taylor. Um, usually we have him in for the uh, improv, so I don't ever get to talk to him about about uh, stuff that he's working on, so it was nice to talk to him about, about that. Talking about improvs, as of what we're recording right now, last night we did a sci-fi improv with a few people, and that was really fun to do, so I can't wait for you guys to see that. Next Sunday, we're actually going to be talking with Patrick Ryan from Space Tavern Games, and then, of course, uh, next month, we're going to be talking about our top eight games of this year. So it's not just games that came out this year, but it's games that we played. So, so that's always fun, as always. So, All right. Real quick, that's a wrap. Is it games you played this year or games that you played successfully this year? <laughs> if, it, if it was that, it would be a very short, short time. <laughs> great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I played Uno and I'm done. <laughs> so I want to thank Dan, Kim, Vince, and John for coming on. It was awesome that you guys decided to come on this podcast and be able to discuss this. So thanks, thanks guys, for coming on. Yeah, thanks, for yeah, thanks for having us. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Fun times. Yeah, and hopefully we can do some fun stuff in the future. So. Oh, without a doubt. Yep. Guaranteed. But, all right. And thanks to all of you for listening. And we'll catch you on the flip side. Word. Good night. This podcast is a proud member of the Legends of Tabletop Broadcast Network, bringing you the geek.